0: Father, this morning we just come to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, we just praise you, we just worship you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Father. We surrender ourselves into thy hands, O Lord. We put our trust in you and you alone. You alone, Lord. From the beginning till the end, Lord. We pray, Spirit of God, your presence would be there with us. Cover us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Help us to walk in you, Lord. Commit each of these children who are getting baptized today, every one of them, they are your children. Commit them into thy hands. Speak to us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 His power is back. On, uh, I hope you listened to the baptism class last week, Friday, right? Friday or Thursday. And I told you three things. One, one, the method of baptism, the meaning of baptism, and the motive behind baptism. But before I get to today's message, you see in weddings, usually in weddings, before the man and the woman, the the actual ceremony begins, there is an announcement the pastor will say. What he says is, if anybody has any objection, you should speak up or shut up. That's the last chance. Okay, Forever hold your tongue. The same way, there's absolutely no compulsion that any one of you should get baptized. It should only come up from with absolute conviction. And if you are not convicted, if you are not convicted, if you are not convicted, then you can wait, okay? There's no hurry, you can wait. Okay? If you are not convicted, you can wait. Okay? Please remember. Okay? Because we shouldn't get baptized over and over again in life, okay? Because you have grown in the church, you have heard the word of God. And so when you get baptized, but if you wait for it, you will be never ready to get baptized. You think I should be perfect to get baptized? It never happens, okay? So please understand. But like I said, you want to change your mind, you are free to change your mind. Because God has given you the freedom to change your mind. Okay, so you don't have to get baptized if you're sure, if you're not absolutely convinced that you are. You want to get baptized. Every time they heard the word of God, if you look into the word of God, every time they heard the word of God in the book of Acts, you will see those who heard were convicted. And then they asked the question, what should we do? Cornelius was a righteous man. In the terms of religion, his prayers, offerings went up to God. And God spoke to him in a vision, and God told him, send to Joppa for somebody called Simon Peter. He will come and tell you what to do. You have to hear the word, and then respond to the word, and he will tell you what to do. The jailer, this is 1630, if I am right, Acts 1630. The other one is 10.6, if I am right, and the other one is 238. Okay, in 1630, the jailer brings them out, Paul and Silas over there, and uh, 3.0, 3.0, not 13, 3.0. You will see, he will ask. He brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Okay, what must I do? So there is always an action. What should I do? What should I do? And the answer always is repent, believe, and be baptized. Okay? Repent. That's the order. Repent, believe, and be baptized. Repentance also depends upon your the youngest among us. If she doesn't change her mind, is Abigail. But Abigail... Told me she's convinced she wants to get baptized. She believes in the Lord Jesus Christ with all her heart. So her repentance is could be very little. If you're convinced very early, it's good to start early, because you repent very little. You have very little uh, righteousness to trust anyway than the stars you get in your classroom work. And a good for keeping your room clean and all this much righteousness you're banking on. But it is the same for everybody. It doesn't change. Okay. So you need to be very, very convinced that you need to get baptized. You're absolutely convicted that I don't put trust in anything or anybody other than Jesus Christ alone. And when I go down under the waters, I am dead. That old person, I'm believing the old person is gone. I'm rising up as a new person. So today, baptism represents two deaths and two funerals. Two deaths and two funerals and two resurrections. The reason is, Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death. Okay? Okay wages of sin is death if it was stopped only there then we are hopeless The wages of sin is death all have not only we have a sinned we were born in sin meaning we are born with the sin nature okay we are born with the sin nature so it doesn't matter whatever you do as soon as we are born start growing up we will start sinning because so that's our nature the wages of sin is death And we were all destined to hell, separation from God, from birth. From the time we were conceived in our mother's womb. That's what David will say. I was shaped in iniquity in my mother's womb, destined for hell. That's what the Bible says, the wages of sin is death. Death means the second death, not the first death. First death is for everybody. Second death is for those who did not receive the second part. But the gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Eternal life is a gift. It's a gift. You have to receive Jesus. You have to receive his life. That is a gift. Okay? You cannot earn it. You cannot work for it. You have to believe in it. And you have to take it. But when you take it, you will have to let go of something else. You cannot live your old life, which is death, and receive the new life, which is eternal life. You can't have both. Okay? It's like the monkey with the hand in the... Okay? But then you have to let go of the ba- banana if you want to be free. You cannot hold the banana and be free. You have to let go of one and receive the other. Understand that. So there are two deaths and two funerals. The first death is the death of Jesus Christ. Okay? Jesus died on the cross. He is dead. Why did he die? He died for not his sin. He died for our sin. In the old covenant, sin was only covered. It was never removed. It could not be removed. If you look at Hebrews chapter ten, verses one to four, and then eleven to fourteen, this is what happened as a picture, as a shadow. For the law having a shadow of the good things to come, not the very image of the things, can never be with the same sacrifices. Which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. Every year it was bloodshed, bloodshed. Why? Because man has sin. Atonement is blood, because life is in the blood. This is what was going on. Verse 2 onwards. For then, would they not have ceased to be offered? For the worshippers, once purified, would have no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every day. Why did it never stop in those years? Because it would never take your sin away. Mm -hmm. It only covered it temporarily for each year. One year only guarantee. You know, you buy something that will give you one year guarantee. Day of Atonement does only one year guarantee. Okay? And then verse 4. For it is not possible. That the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. That is why when Jesus came, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not des- desire. But a body you prepared for me. Whose body is that? It's the body of his son. That will not co- take, it will only cover. It will not take away. Now come to words 11 to 14. Hebrews 10, 11 to 14. Yeah, Can we be fast? Yeah. You're getting it wrong. Chapter 10, 11 to 14. Yeah, For by one offering, it's not year to year, it's not every hundred years, one offering, two thousand years ago. Okay? Yeah. Every priest stands ministering daily, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, M is capital. Who is that? Jesus Christ. After he had offered up One sacrifice for sins forever sat down at the right hand of God. Yeah. From that time waiting till his enemies have made his footstool for by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. One offering. That's why he died. So there was a death. When Jesus died on the cross, it was that one offering that God wanted and accepts. He doesn't accept any other offering. Even the Old Testament offerings were not accepted. It was a temporary covering year after year. It was only one offering God has ever accepted for sin. It is the offering of his son. So Colossians chapter 2. And verse 14 will say, Jesus was that offering. He was that sacrifice. What did he do? Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against touch, which was contrary to us, he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Okay. Everything of the law was against us. The wages of sin is death and the law will give you an entire description about what is sin. You blink, it is sin. If you sneeze, it is sin. If you talk, it is sin. If you walk, it is sin. Everything is sin under the law because nobody can blink properly, talk properly, walk (laughs) properly, breathe properly according to God's standard. Only one man did it. He never sinned in his thought. He never sinned in his word. He never sinned in his life. He never sinned in his reaction, motive, spirit, ever. He's the only one. So when he became atonement, what did he do? He took the law and nailed it on the cross. It's over. The law is God. As far as we are concerned, law does not affect us anymore. So, Romans 6-3 will say, the first death is death of Jesus Christ. For do you not know as many of us are were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into His death. Okay? So when you are getting baptized, it's also a reminder of the death of Jesus Christ. Okay? Death of Jesus Christ. And the burial of Jesus Christ. Jesus died and he was buried. You only bury a dead person. Okay? You never bury a person who is alive. Okay? Goons do that to torture them. They do that. Mafia and all does that. To teach a lesson, they bury people alive. But this is not mafia. Okay? You only bury a dead person. So you need to be very sure you are dead. Before you get baptized, okay, that you are dead, meaning in your heart you are accepting I am dead to that old way of life. So baptism represents Jesus' death, Jesus' burial, and Jesus' resurrection. Okay? In the same way, baptism represents my death. To what? To sin. Death to sin. The old man, the old man of flesh, which causes me to sin. The old man who was born and formed in my mother's womb, which was tuned towards sin. I am dying to that. To that old man, I am dying. That's what Romans 6, verses 6 and 7 says. 6 and 7 says, yeah. Romans 6, 6 and 7. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. He was crucified on the cross, and with him our old man was crucified on the cross. That the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be sin, slaves of sin. Which is that that old flesh. We have the same body, but there are two natures, the old man and the new man. The new man, the old man is being buried today. But first you have to believe he's dead. You have to believe he is dead. You cannot kill him, but you can believe he is dead. If you believe he is dead, he is dead. And we can bury him. We are burying him today. The one who is rising is not him. One who is rising is the new man in Christ Jesus. Okay, You don't bury a man to make him dead. You bury a dead man. By burying you don't make a man dead. Like I said, it's only the mafia who does it. God is not a mafia boss. Okay? By burying you don't make a man dead. It's a dead man who is buried. Colossians chapter 2 verses 11 and 12. Colossians 2. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by the putting of the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. We'll not get into circumcision over there, but the principle is there. Holy Spirit does something when you believe. He takes that old man off the flesh and puts it away along with the sins. Buried with him in baptism. So the first thing is that there is a death that takes place. When you repent, and put your faith in Christ Jesus, you are saying, I die to my old life. I believe. There's a death that takes place. After death is what takes place? Burial. Buried within baptism in which also you were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. You have to understand principles. You may not understand it, but it works. I don't understand electricity fully, but we use it for everything. Okay? So you have, you may not understand the whole principle of what happens during baptism and all, but look in you and see if it is working. If it is working. Okay? Otherwise, it is buying electrical gadgets, putting in a house which has no power connection. Okay? Just look into it, believe in it, and you will see it will work. So baptism also has two resurrections. Jesus was raised from the dead. That is Romans 6.4 and Romans 6.5. We were also raised from the dead. Right? Therefore we were buried with him, baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. And verse 5, If we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. He was resurrected. God says, you also are resurrected. What does it mean? It means, If you are truly born again and have been baptized and risen from the water, you will not die again. Even if you die, you don't die. You will never be separated from God again. Okay, that's the reality of Zuras. That's how the fear of death goes. The fear of death a believer should have is only the fear of injection a child has. Which is the fear of pain, not the medicine. That everybody has. The greatest saint, if you bring a knife, will say, ayo. That doesn't mean he's afraid of the surgery. He's afraid of the pain. Okay, That's where doctors will always say, we'll try to make it as painless as possible. They won't say, we will cancel the surgery. (laughs) This department of anesthesia thrives. The department of anesthesia does nothing for your healing. You know that? Does nothing for the healing. Actually, they add to your troubles later. Especially, ask mothers who have got an epidural and all, why does the back pain come? Because you did not want pain then. Okay? So please understand the difference. Don't mistake pain as fear of death. We have no fear of death. We may be afraid of the pain part that God will take care of. Don't worry. He is a divine anesthetist. At that time, he will give you grace. He will give you grace. And you will pray and die like Jesus and Stephen and all. Believe for that also. But please understand the difference. The people in the world are caught by the fear of death. We are not caught by the fear of death. Pain of death is common. And you can ask God, Lord, have mercy. Give me a painless death. Just die in your sleep and go home. Okay. But fear of death is something else. That's what the Bible says. When you are baptized, when you come out, you are believing in your resurrection, I will never die again. That's why Jesus said, I am the life and the resurrection. So you need to, religion cannot give this to you. Man cannot this. You cannot do this to you. Only Christ can do it to you. So understand the, the importance of baptism. The significance of what, what you are going through is not an ordinary thing. It's connected with eternity. It's a symbol of eternity, of everything that Christ did for us on the cross so verse 8 will say if we died with him yeah if we died with him we believe we shall also live with him okay we shall also live with him if you if you go through the bible especially the words of jesus christ is something which he always says if he says if you believe if you believe if you believe he puts belief over everything else if you believe If you believe, if you believe, if you believe, these signs shall follow. If you believe, let it be according to your faith. If you believe, all things are possible. He says, if we died with him, if you believe you died with him, you will also believe that you will also live with him. That's why faith comes in. And we have to preach to you all the time so that your faith will rest upon the word of God. Okay? Verse 10. Verse 10. Yeah, 6, 10. For the death that he died, the death Jesus died, he died to sin once for all. The life that he lives, he lives to God. Same thing. The death I die, I die to sin once and for all. Believe once and for all. And the life that I live, I will live like him unto God forever. Okay? You have to believe. You have to believe. There are other things which you have to, to do to to grow in this. But you have to get your fundamentals right, your foundation right. If your foundation is wrong, you cannot build on it. You cannot build on it. You need to get your foundations right. And this is the foundation. And Baptism is one of the foundations of a believer's life. And a pe- lot of people, including all of us, struggled in our early years is because we did not get the foundation of baptism. we were never taught the the power of baptism. Years and years I wasted in my life, almost 10 years after I got after I got genuinely saved. Wasted because the foundation of baptism was never laid. You are young and you're starting right. And start knowing what it means and believe in it. I'm telling you. After today, you can really shoot up. You look at Jesus' first 30 years, you hear nothing except a couple of sentences he spoke at the age of 12. After the age of 30, it's not the age, but after his baptism, it's boom, he goes. There's no stopping him after baptism. No stopping him after baptism. Okay, so it's your choice. It's your choice, what you are willing to believe and how you are willing to obey the voice of God. So you need to believe that. Reckon, verse 11, I like that word, old English word. Reckon yourself, meaning consider yourself to be dead indeed to sin. Just like him. Lord, as you wake up in the morning, Lord, I believe I am dead to sin. Why? The old man died. On January the 25th, 2021, the old man died. And as I rise up in the morning, I open my eyes. It's the new man living and the new man cannot sin because he's born of God. Cannot sin. That's in 1 John chapter. It cannot sin. It will not sin because he's born of God. And everyone born of God does not sin. Fight this out. The old man will keep fighting to take control, but fight it out. Where does it begin? It begins today. Because if you don't, haven't got baptism, you don't have any starting point. You have nowhere to start. The old man will say, when did you die? It's like asking him, when did you get married? If you never got married, can you answer that question? No, we've been dating for eight years. I don't want to know about your dating. When did you get married? Hmm? You know, in all these big hotels in India, if a couple gets to check in, they will look at them and say marriage certificate. They'll ask. marriage certificate. Are you married or not? What's the proof? And all our young people got married when they're going on a honeymoon. I'd set the copy of the marriage certificate on WhatsApp. I said, if they ask you, show this. (laughs) Ask them. They will ask you. Because the police may come if somebody complains. There are old laws still written which does not allow it. And they can pick up a law and come and raid your room. So they'll ask you, what's the proof? Marriage certificate, oh, okay, you are married on such and such a day. So the devil comes and says, so is it, what is the proof that you died? And you will say, on 25th of January 2021, I died. That's my marriage certificate. I was united with Christ Jesus in my waters of baptism. You have a day. You have a starting point. You know you can go back. You don't need a picture. You don't need a baptism certificate. But in heaven it is recorded every angel every demon and the god himself is a witness that's why john chapter 4 and verse 1 says jesus was witnessing the baptism even today therefore when the lord knew the pharisees had heard jesus made and baptized more disciples than john and verse 2 says it was not he who baptized it is his disciples who baptized meaning when his disciples were baptizing jesus was witnessing and we are disciples of jesus christ and today when we baptize you jesus is still witnessing He's still witnessing. He is a witness, so the devil cannot lie to the uh, to Jesus. He's the accuser of the brethren, but to accuse he needs truth. Okay, so if you're baptized, God knows there is a camera. Picked it up forever. That's my child united with me. So understand there is power in it. Is okay. So baptism is not reformation. It is an absolutely new birth. It's a new birth. It's a new creation. Romans 6 and verse 11. Likewise, you also reckon yourself dead to sin. Go down under. Alive to God. Galatians 2.20. 2.20. I mean, actually, I have to practice at home, okay? Once upon a time, Richie did that. And I told him, I will, for months together, he sat at home and he practiced and he practiced and he practiced and practiced and then he was fast. I have crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Did you see that? I've been crucified with Christ Jesus. When were you crucified with Christ Jesus? When you got back. What was the outward symbol? Like I said, dating and marriage. If you ask Justin, when were you crucified with <laughs> <laughs> Oh, on that day. We were be- what does crucifixion mean? You became one. You became one with him. It, it's not saying you were crucified to the cross. You're saying you're crucified to Christ. Okay, not to the cross. You and Christ became one. Your old man was crucified with Christ. You died with him. And when Jesus rose from the grave, you rose with him. The new man rose with him. And I no longer, it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now will live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Remember that, okay? You have to you have to for a long time you have to keep on. Remember Romans six eleven. I reckon myself dead. I reckon myself dead. When you're using the term myself, you're talking about the old man. And I reckon myself alive. You're talking about that's why we will give you a name today. Everyone who's getting baptized will get a name except Abigail. Abigail has Abigail. She's Abigail the wise woman okay so she's not getting her name everybody else will get her name i will tell you her name so you remember that when you're coming out of the water remember your name because i can't remember all the 40 names okay okay so before i give you your names i will ask you once again are you sure you want to get baptized so quickly i will go through the picture of baptism what it means right from the beginning genesis chapter 1 Verse 1 and 2. Between Genesis chapter 1 and 1 and 2, they believed there was the fall of Satan. Lucifer was in charge of earth and there was chaos because of the fall. God destroyed it all. God destroyed it all. The earth was without form. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and God does not create anything without form. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. You getting the picture? And what is covering everything? Water is covering everything. There was a baptism of water. The Spirit of God is hovering over the waters. In chapter verse 3, it's a new creation that is rising out of the water. The Lord said, let there be light and there shall be light. So the first picture of baptism actually you see is in Genesis chapter 1. And if you turn to Genesis chapter 7 and verse 11, the second picture of baptism. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, on that day, all the fountains of the great deep were broken up and the windows of heaven were opened. Though he was in an ark, water opened up from below, water came down, and Noah and his family was baptized in the water. And the whole earth was destroyed. Only those who had received the word of God inside came through the water. Through the water. From. and after that what you see is a new creation so what does the waters of baptism represent what a new creation down between the first peter chapter 3 verses 20 and 21 first peter chapter 3 verses 20 to 21 who were formerly disobedient, the people of Noah's time, when once the divine long-suffering waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight souls, were saved through water. Were are saved through water. Verse 21. There is also an antitype which now saves us. What is that? baptism. Not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God. Repentance from dead works, faith towards God, that is a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He died, he was buried, he rose again. So you see what Noah was going through was also baptism. What did it represent? The death of Jesus Christ, the burial of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right from the beginning, God has no other plan. There's only one plan. One plan by the death of one man, everyone who believes in will be made perfect. The third picture of baptism in the Bible, first Corinthians chapter ten, verses one to two, an entire nation is getting baptized. Okay. First Corinthians ten. I mean I shall give you a cowboy illustration, okay? <laughs> Gunslingers, okay. One of the fundamental, this thing is that if you draw fast and shoot, you will miss. Okay. They said you should draw fast, but aim well so that your first shot counts. All these people who do ta-da-da-da-da, I always see their miss. Okay. It's one of the things you learn while shooting, okay? <laughs> because your first shot should count. Otherwise, the other fellow will kill you with his shot. Moreover, brethren, <laughs> I do not want you to be aware that all our fathers were under the cloud. All passed through the sea. And all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Let's leave the cloud out. It's talking about spirit baptism. So but the sea. Moses was a type of Jesus Christ for them, the Savior. Everybody came through the water. The water probably was like a, what do you call, like a tunnel for them. And they went through that. The water below, water all around, and they went through the waters. came through the waters. Okay? And why did they come through the waters to a safe on the other side? Because they had received the word of God. They had repented Turned their face, put their faith in the blood and the blood alone. So they came through the waters. The others who followed them were destroyed by the water because they had not put their faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. So they were destroyed. So remember, if you haven't believed, <laughs> repented and believed, the water doesn't save you. The water will destroy you. But if you have believed, I'm not saying you will get drowned. I won't drown anyone. <laughs> I'll pull you out. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> Okay, I will not drown anyone. But you have believed. You repented and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a symbol. The water actually saves you. You can believe in that. It, be, it becomes a living ordinance like the marriage, the wedding ceremony saves you. Who does it save you from? Your father. Come back. No, I am Vijay. <laughs> Who told you? You told me. You gave me away. There are plenty of witnesses. Are you getting it? The water saves you. But if you haven't repented and believed, the water doesn't save you. So this, that's why Mark 16 says, those who believe and be baptized will be saved. Yes, saved. Abigail, if you believe and be baptized, will be saved. Now, as I close... I'll give you three things, which was an incredible man of God. It was a man of God who was actually a baseball player who became an incredible preacher, evangelist called Bill Sunday. It was called Bill Sunday. Bill Sunday, when he got saved as a young man, he was told by his pastor or who a preacher who was told him, do three things in your life every day. This tag will never come in your life later, backslider. Backslider. It will never be put against your name. And his testimony is that it was never put in his name till he died. Three simple things. Every day for fifteen minutes, listen to God through the word. For fifteen minutes, speak to God in prayer. And for fifteen minutes, speak to somebody else about God. Very simple. Okay. Okay. I mean if you don't have fifteen minutes, make it ten minutes. We have all busy people, unlike Bill Sunday and <laughs> Okay, Okay. so for simple thing, 10 minutes, listen to God through the word. You have a Bible, you have a daily reading. 10 minutes, speak to God, whatever is in your heart, speak to him as a child speaks to the father. Okay, and 10 minutes, speak to somebody else about Jesus. You do these three things. He says, the tag of a backslider will never come because it will sustain you because you are living the new life. The new life is your life towards God. You hear from God. You talk to God. You speak to others about God. Okay, Simple thing. You can sit together and discuss God. That's what we do when we get together. You know, we discuss God. We talk about God. What we learn from one another. What we learn from studying. S- that's our witness. That's our testimony. Just do these three things. Amen. And before we go, shall I give you our names? It's a serious thing, so when you get your name, don't start poking each other. Yo, nana, your name is like, <laughs> this is not a joke, okay? I know you kids, okay? Your name is your name, okay? Okay, I'll start with the, uh, with the, uh, oh, by the way, before I give your names, so anybody who has changed their mind, it's not an emotional thing, this is a hard thing. Anybody who wants to delay, if you're is I'm okay, I won't be get mad, I'm not upset or anything. I would rather you delay if you're not sure then get mm, baptized and three years later come to me and say, Pastor, I wasn't sure can you baptize me once again? Okay? Anybody else? If you have anybody who wants to change their mind or delay, you can put your hand up. Sure? Everybody is clear? Okay. Chandana, your name, okay? When I ask you, you should remember, okay? Because the list may go into the water. It may get baptized. Okay? Chandana, it's Elizabeth. Okay? Divya, The two okay, two twins are there. Divya, Hannah, Deepika, Ruth. Sirisha? I'm looking at you because you all look the same to me. Some of you look like twins even though you're not twins. Sirisha is Anna. Anjali is Mary. And Dr. Shushma is there? Yeah. You are Esther. Okay. And Tarun, where is Tarun? Yeah. Tarun is Joshua. Tanish is john gopi is luke you give dr richard a run for his money okay we call him dr luke okay aditya is caleb nickel is paul ajay is david harry is jonathan and Vilas is phineas and abigail is abigail (laughs) your father picked a name for you okay so you know your names, so when we baptize you, remember your names, okay? You don't have to forget your old name, that is for the government. <laughs> remember your name, that's for the church. We have two lives, we live, one in the world, let them call you by any name. But in heaven, remember your name, okay? We shall pray. Father, this morning we just thank you, we just thank you, we just thank you, Lord, for our children, All the 15 children, Lord, who are getting baptized today, I thank you for every one of them, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now, as we go from this place to the place of baptism, I thank you for a place you have given us. Thank you for the home that was open for us. And as we go, we commit ourselves into thy hands, Lord. Reach everyone safely, Lord. I pray this will be a blessed day for every one of them. They will remember this day. This day will be etched in their hearts forever. That on 25th January 2021, I was united with Christ in the waters of baptism. I identified with his death. I identified with his burial. And I identified with his resurrection. That I no longer live. But the life that I live, I live in the faith of the Son of God. I pray, Father, each one of them, each one of us who got baptized too, will relive that day. This is a day that is special, especially for these 15 children. And for us, it is like recommitting our marriage vows with you, reminding us, yes, we also died one day. And we relive that experience once again, Lord. Protect them, preserve them, keep them lead the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus over every one of them. And we rebuke every work of the enemy. No weapon that is formed against them will prosper. Every lying tongue that rises against them in judgment, we condemn it. For their righteousness is not of man. It's not of the works of the law. It is not of good works. Their righteousness is of God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We glorify you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, amen. amen.